What's going on, Toss and Top family? It's time for Toss and Top, where we toss in topics and talk about them. Joining us today is a very special guest, Pastor Tony Houston, who is our speaker and our guest for today. He's also our speaker for our upcoming revival night, November 4th. If you've seen this, November 4th is a revival night. Come on down at the Langston Center. Free food, an amazing time to come together. Community, community events, I mean, community business will be out there. And just a great night and some worship. We take you, Gospel Gabby Walker, and praise dances and so much more. We're so excited. So, with that being said, um, Tony, you want yeah. to introduce yourself to the people, tell them about yourself, where you're from, all that good stuff. Okay. All right. Well, first of all, thank you guys for allowing me to join. I'm excited uh, to be a part of the podcast. Um, again, I'm Tony Houston. Um, I am an associate pastor at Jubilee World Outreach here in Johnson City. And um, looking forward to being a part of the Fall Revival Night coming up November the 4th. Uh, I'm originally from Memphis. Big Memphis. And, um, and I've been here since, um, in the area since 95. So, uh, so this is home. This is home now. But I still, I still rep where I'm from. So, um, but came here to ETSU in 95 and um, got my bachelor's degree in IT. So now I'm currently uh, an IT manager here at um, one of the healthcare organizations in the area. And, um, and I, I, I enjoy what I do. So, um, so I'm, I'm thankful to be a part of, um, of ministry, thankful to be a part of this podcast and to, uh, to be in a position to, uh, to lead and to teach and to see others grow. So, uh, so again, thank you guys for letting me be a part of this podcast. No problem, thank you for coming. Okay, so <clears throat> I wanted to, Go ahead and do our check-ins. We got Morgan, Roger, Sanctified Morgan. We got Big Momo, Morgan, Rayford. We got Gary, G, G Stu, or uh, mm -hmm. what's the other name we have for y'all? Sorry, I forget. Oh, no, y'all can call me Stu Man. Stu, Stu Man, there you go, Stu Man. <laughs> Stu Man. Oh, Stu Man. So, let me say, y'all can go ahead and introduce yourself. Not introduce yourself, people mm -hmm. know who you are, but just, how you doing? How you feeling? Either one. <coughs> you want to start? Yeah, I'll, yeah. Thank you. I'll start. Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm um, I'm excited. Um, I'm um, I uh, I feel good. You know, I'm um, I, I look around the room and I'm I'm the older guy in the group in the group, mm -hmm. but I but I feel good. I feel healthy. You know, <laughs> I'm thankful. And um, older guy is crazy. So um, so I'm, again, I'm just glad to be here. But I feel good. Long day at work, but. Um, but hopefully I can I can get hype for this podcast for y'all. So, yeah. You like that? You like thirty two, right? Thirty five. Man, thanks, Joe. Appreciate that. Bro. I'm being you. serious. Oh well, I'm gonna take it. <laughs> oh. oh, I can say my age on here. Yeah, I can, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah I, I turned forty eight last. Ah, June. Oh. I was close. I was like forty five. Yeah, I turned forty eight last June. Ah. So. But I feel good though. I'm okay, good. I feel good. excuse me. I showed up was guessing like early forties. Oh, hey. late thirties. Hey, thank you, Morgan. Appreciate. Hey, I'm taking all that in. You know what they say, black girl crack. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll take late thirty or early forty. So. Mo mo. Oh my turn. Okay. Be mo. Hey guys, um, it's me. I'm doing okay. I'm a little tired. I've had to work on a four-page to five-page paper. I've had to work on a 
two-page packet of 26 questions for my philosophy midterm, mm. and it's on my mm. birthday. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and on top of that, I have a stats exam on my birthday week, too. So, I'm, Anna and then I have a performance the day before my birthday, so it's okay. I'm, I'm, mm. I'm here, I'm alive, I'm blessed. All right. Oh, we got a birthday coming up. Tell me the next day. Big birthday. Go ahead, Kalani. Mm-hmm. It's your birthday. Uh, my birthday is Halloween, October 31st. I'm a dot. It's a Tuesday. Well, how old are you going to be? 20. Okay, that's what's up. Big two zero. Big two zero. Make sure you'll be illegal. But I'll be leaving you somewhere. I'll be illegal. I'm almost legal. Stop. I feel that. You're not going to do nothing. I'm going to do nothing. Okay, what that means? Gary, I'm sorry. Um, I'm blessed. Doing well. Um, just ready for, um, just ready for a revival night. And I was really, um, um, hey. Calm down. Um, what was I say? Um, jeez. What was I say? Ready for night and- oh, yeah. Earlier, I took part of uh, taking pictures at the news station, seeing um, Joel doing his interview for Channel 11. I'm really proud of him. Okay, and I'm really proud of myself as well for taking pictures as well. So, that being said, let's get this show on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, as y'all know, y'all already know, it's Morgan, the other one, not not Big Mo. <laughs> <laughs> the the youngest one on staff. Oh, Little Mo is crazy. <laughs> the youngest one on staff. So that, that's 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 what that's what we gonna say. Uh, on stage, on set. I don't even know what to, I don't even know what to say. Um, but I'm doing good. Well, let me let me be honest. I'm doing okay. It's been a rough couple of weeks, but you know what? I'm still here. I'm still breathing, and we good. So yeah. Mm. I got food on my table. Mm. Yeah, clothes yeah. on my back, mm-hmm. shoes on my feet. Ooh. I got hair on my head. Ooh. I was able to color it this weekend. Ooh. Huh? I'm out the top. Okay. To a nose to smell. I'm able to walk. A My neck, joints are moving. A neck, to, a neck to move. Yeah. I'm Arms able to hold to food. <laughs> I was able to roll up out of bed. Come on. <laughs> Even though I didn't want to roll up. But okay. Especially when y'all hear listen to that worldly music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And hear the Lord. <laughs> Ears to hear the Lord. Yep. Yep. And discern. Ooh. And listen. Mm-hmm. And dessert. Mm. Oh, okay. hit him again. <laughs> <laughs> hit him again. <laughs> round two. Okay. No, like round six. Speak <laughs> <laughs> to move out of this We're blessed. Yeah. Blessed in the city. Blessed when you go in. Blessed when you go out. Well, that means I'm doing pretty good. I'm blessed. I somehow always start saying I'm too blessed to be stressed. Mm. Okay. Too blessed to be stressed. I'll be on the t-shirt. That's actually gonna be when I talk to t-shirts. That's actually when I talk to t-shirts. Too blessed to be stressed. Sure. Not as common oh. when I did during the recording session. Period. Somebody write that down because I forget. <laughs> <laughs> write that down your phone. Well, I was about to grab a marker. Put the write under the neck. I'm doing pretty good. It's been a, hell, not. It's been not too long of a week. It's been okay. Uh, got the opportunity to go on to Tri Cities. I mean, daytime tri cities on New Shine 11, which is W. I think I said W J H L. Mhm. Uh, it was it was a great opportunity. It was a nice interview. I'm thankful to God first off, who 
who made this whole thing possible, and then be able to be connected to people who made this possible. Shout out to Mr. David Thompson who made this even more possible, making the calls, and who's also producer, who's also director at WJHL who made this even more possible. What up, Big Day? <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, <clears throat> I'm grateful and turning grateful to God, and God has ordered my steps, and I'm I'm doing good. <clears throat> Y'all got some things y'all grateful for this week? Okay, what grateful for? I'm grateful to be alive. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking. Go ahead. <laughs> I think we already said we're grateful because we went in that whole tangent. We got mm-hmm. round two, round three, mm-hmm. round four. Y'all got some grateful for Amazon? Yeah. Um, just grateful for Friday. Just watching um uh, ETSU uh, women's soccer um playing the quarterfinals. Ooh, her. Nice. We love women. Mhm. Nice. Um, and this Halloween party. Not the demon holiday. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. It's a joke. You gonna hurt somebody's feelings on the phone, Dad? I'm gonna take my birthday out. I'm going on Halloween. Let me stop playing. Let me stop playing. How long is it? Okay, holiday. Just I don't want to say out of just demons. I don't want to say out of people dressing as devils. I just can't. I can't look at it. It's just too much. It's people. It's people on campus just walking around. Here's today's wackology. I saw this dude with a purple suit on. It was no, nothing but purple. No, no, no. He scared the crap out of me. No, it wasn't. Wait, purple suit? Like, it's just literally a purple purple mask all the way down. Like, his face was covered everything. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it it was not only one. It was two. And then there was another dude. I think somebody was in white. I was like, what is today? <laughs> what was Dress this? Up? What I mean, you got the one with Michael Myers. He's always wrong. I love Michael Myers. Okay, first off. Why do we have some people? Obviously, we're dressing up in diff- diff- these different costume characters. What is this? We should I- have Michael Myers as a kiss. No. <laughs> no. That would be funny. No. Wow. We'd be like, what you guys say? He would be say? laid out on the ground. Yeah, we'd be like, what you guys say? He'd just be like, I'm going to throw some oil on the ground. Sorry. He'd be slaying his feet over there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the mask off and everything. <laughs> we know your jacket. real identity. Oh, my Stop. God. We know your real identity. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Today's our college. Why we have all these people? Like last the other night, it was like Friday. I don't know what day I was on campus. It was, I think it was Friday night or Thursday night. It was after dusk. It was Thursday night. I saw this dude, and he had on an all black look, thing, coat thing, oh. in his face. And oh. I said, I thought I was, I thought I was gonna see Jesus tonight. <laughs> when I saw him, I thought my life was. Somewhere. I just when I saw him, I screamed for my life. I didn't scream, but I said my say, head. Joe, I was in my head. I was like Jesus Christ. But the first thing that popped in my head was oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I started praying. I was like, "Oh Lord no, because Jesus!" There's some people that be having like their makeup on, like Halloween makeup. Oh, remember scary. the time we saw that girl with the skeleton? Ooh, she got like makeup. He on was rolling face. in the floor. I he could not stop laughing. Y'all, and then what? Yesterday was it? Yesterday. This is the stuff we did with on campus. Then yes, wow. on Sunday. I can't imagine. There was this old man with a wizard hat. Like I saw that on Snapchat. I was like, I was like, oh, <laughs> Wizard of our place. Like, what are we doing? That's interesting. Huh? Wow, that's interesting. I ain't never seen no, that. No, I mean, and he was just it looking at crazy. you like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. 
It'd be some interesting stuff happening on campus. Like, like you know, that's crazy. Some people be, some have their makeup just like that. Like, it's Halloween. People yeah. people take Halloween as the whole month. This is one day, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. No, they be doing it year round. Well, where you be at? <laughs> Talk about the whole just one. Well, month. Michael Myers, the dude who dresses with Michael, around, Michael Myers around campus. You know, he, he be year round. He was always he be walking around at night. I be like, okay, you can't be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> this is a carrying thing. You like people doing all this stuff. Podcast, and you know, like when you walking out of the cold, going to the library, he was walking in the distance, like going up the stairs. And we and were, we both like looked at each other like, uh, oh, that's what we doing today. I said, ah. no way. So he's okay. always dressed like that. He yeah. is always. I guess they ain't getting better than that. Have lives. you seen the people that be dressed uh-huh. up in like the inflatable outfits? Like, yes. I was walking in English, and yeah. someone was trying to like a Pokemon character. So I said, hey, Pikachu. <laughs> oh, Pikachu is crazy. Wait, wait, Pikachu. People be dressing up in like the inflatables. It be killing me. It be killing me. I'm like, what type of school do I go to? To a PWR? Stop. I mean, well. That's rat. Yep. Okay. When do you feel like it's the right time to put up your Christmas tree? After Thanksgiving. Oh! <laughs> oh! Are we gonna fight? Or at least around Thanksgiving. Girl, bye. Um, <laughs> mine will be Christmas decorations will be up after revival. Please best believe. Oh, my mom... November 1st? <laughs> <laughs> I, I already took out my Christmas tree box no. and I wrapped it. Cause it's it's like, sitting in the living room ready to be put out on November 1st. Oh, so you ready, Joe? I'm ready. I'm ready for Christmas. I already started playing Christmas music. I'm ready for Jesus' time. I don't time. know. It'd just be like Russian time. I like it when it like slowly gets here. I'll say exactly it'd be like December. Russian the year. Like at least the middle of November. <clears throat> okay. Like around Thanksgiving, yeah. I just, feel like, I just feel like the holidays would always be rushing it. Like it'd be like spring, summer, then... <laughs> the next year and I'm like dang yeah. like last year I was just under the table like eating my grapes oh, trying to uh, I ain't know where you were gonna go with that <laughs> I ain't know where you were about to go and, and now Christmas tree up on Halloween. Oh, on your birthday. On your birthday. That's actually a great idea. I think, yeah. I'm re- I, I like the lights, man. Just the Christmas mm-hmm. lights and just the decorations. Oh, well, and um, oh, and I don't want to rush. I'm like you, Maury. I don't want to rush the holiday. Yeah, I'm not like rushing the holiday. One time I put my Christmas tree up like the week before Christmas. That's crazy. And it was like, it just went by. It was just like, boom, season gone. But I think I'm going to try to extend it. Yeah, I'm, like I'm gonna put mine up on Halloween. Mm. I put mine on the month, the first month of December. The, the, wait, the wait first. a minute. <laughs> the first month of December. I mean, the first week of December. First. Yeah, I mean. But you know what? Some people do be treating Christmas like it, like it's twelve months out of the year because they be Maybe. having their Christmas stuff up still for the whole year. Me? Like I got neighbors, they got their Christmas stuff up, Halloween stuff, Easter, St. Patrick's Day, everything up, and it's Saint been Patrick's a whole year. Day's not even all of that. I'm sorry, much. but my understanding is. Why do you? I'm mean, the only decoration I have is my fall decoration and Christmas decorations, and maybe a little winter decoration. After that, I don't need all the extra stuff. To me, that's too much money. We don't Christ- take down the tree till after my birthday, cause my birthday is like two weeks after Christmas, so it's I like oh, well, I mean, like, yeah. we don't do that. I don't yeah. take down the tree till at least like the 
the 11th or 12th of January. So. Yeah. Because it'd be so much work to put it up and you like, exactly, I don't want to take yeah. it down. Like, right. After all this, after all this uh, <coughs> laughing and gig up and whatever <laughs> during the holidays, you don't feel like doing nothing after that. No. Then you got to clean up after all the tree stuff. Oh, like, Lord. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, November first, my tree shall be up. You shall be see pictures on my Instagram and Facebooks. Christmas. That's what we're gonna see. That's all we Technically, this episode is gonna be released in November. So, this is the perfect time to have Christmas. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. So, y'all gonna have your Christmas playlist playing too? What's oh, it's already prepared. I have a Christmas playlist. I would listen to it last night. I'm gonna have two songs just played. Okay. And that shit. One song will be Let It Snow by Boys to Man. That's a classic. Okay. 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 And the second song, y'all gonna clown me for this? Um, it's an in sync song called Merry Christmas. Now listen, it's a two by two favorite Christmas song I can listen to. Anything else? Nope. You don't listen to Santa with the Black Man, none of that. Well, who was that? Huh? Who's that? Hey, That's a song. Yes, Santa with the Black Man. Don't play that because I don't want copyright issues. Uh, but um, well, okay, maybe you're I don't mean that offensive. I just don't want copyright issues. All right, maybe y'all, uh, y'all well, me and him are like the two oldest people in the world. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, no, no, wait, no, a no, okay. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What did he say? He said we the two oldest people. I, mean, I, I know that song. It's this little girl who sings uh, uh, Santa Claus is a black man. Yeah, I heard it on the radio one time. So y'all, like, y'all why probably, we all Wait, wait a How are you going to say y'all the two mm-hmm. oldest people in the... In the in the you know and I and y'all going, only a year apart. Come on, man. I'm the one who brought it up. Well, yeah, I'm not, you yeah, can just agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> and then talk about... The wackyology? The wackyology? The wackyology was the misogyny. That's what that was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and play that one. I I can't remember it off the top of my head, but that's okay. Okay, y'all, y'all, you're in a different mood today. That's great. Yeah, y'all always in the mood. Okay. Can you hear today? Don't stop me. Make sure you get your glasses on. Oh, I don't think you. You know, you don't need to. I'm just playing. With that being said, I want to. Please. Oh my god. Okay, I wanna go ahead. People are gonna think we are goofy. We is a bunch of goofy goobers. And, goofy. and we are this is what we do. If you've listened to Southside as long as you have, the first to at least ten minutes is a good time and then we tap into it. So that being said, I wanna go ahead and give you a recap of last week. Last week we talked about this week, the past couple weeks, we've been talking about spiritual warfare. And last week we kind of talked about kind of like being pushed into a corner, kind of like feeling how the devil plants seeds in our minds to attack us and getting us off the path. The devil's main, main goal is to really get us off the path. And just talking about and dabbing into how we're more spiritual than we, how spiritual we really are and how much we, probably we really don't talk about how spiritual we are and that we really are constantly at battle. So, and that's why it's great to have Jesus in there because we're constantly in battle. And you become more aware of the battle, especially when you grow more in Christ. You're not really aware of the battle when you're out in the world, but when you're in Christ, you become more aware and prevalent of the ba- ba- constant battle that's going on spiritually. 
So that's kind of like a recap last week. Anybody going to add on to the recap before we... Okay, we're going to tap into it. Let's, what we do? Tap, tap, tap in. Tap 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 in. Tap 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 in. With that being said, it's time to toss and talk. So with that being said, let's tap into the topic. This week's topic is continuing switch world for part two called and persecuted. Somebody say persecuted. Persecuted. Jesus was persecuted. Amen. For the remission of our sins. Actually, speaking of Jesus persecuted, I think I said this on the podcast before. Uh, it's that it's that the scripture when Jesus when Jesus was he was being persecuted. Even he still it's just crazy how he said that uh, forgive. He still says his father forgive them for he for they know not what they do. Mm. And it was just like him saying that was just like you know how much love they had to take to say that somebody who was nailing you to a cross. Mm. And you you can take that to life. Who's somebody who's like who's talked so much crap about you, calls you all kind of words and all, all kind of words we can't say right now. All, all mm. kind of, all, they acting like all kind of devils to you. Mm. And, and, you know, truly it's the spirit in them and it's to recognize the spirit in them that it's not really, you know, they don't know better. Mm-hmm. So they don't yeah. know. Ooh. Testing. Yeah. It's, it it kind of, it just makes me think about stuff when I get angry, I think about how God went through the ultimate test. Jesus went through the ultimate test. And, if he can endure that, I can do that. Okay. In him. Right. In him. Uh, Not by myself. In uh-huh. him. I have to uh-huh. clarify that. In him. I, mm-hmm. do, I can do all things in him mm-hmm. and conquer all things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how I want to kind of start today's little topic about calling, about spiritual warfare. I want to ask y'all a question. So, this is like my opening question for y'all. So, when did you realize spiritual warfare was real in your life? Where, <clears throat> where, where were you attacked? Where were your triggers, weak spots? Because the devil... For you actually answer, you know, we talked about last week, the devil comes in the cracks, the weak spots. Mm-hmm. He sneaks his way in. The devil's, you know, he's a sneaky little bald headed scandal. Oh, bald I know why I gotta be bald headed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you have your hat most on my side, so I'm the game. I do, yeah. 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 Okay. I just had to check, though. I just had to check why he had to be bald. <laughs> yeah, but he was like, he was like wait, wait. I said, I said, oh. <laughs> No, because I look directly on my side. <laughs> <laughs> Christian podcast now. Look, look, the, we, the devil is, tries, and the devil is probably saying worst thing about us. Oh, dude. True. Yeah. To? Because he knows. Say it again. He, he knows what's inside of us. Say it again. And he's mm-hmm. going to take it down. Mm-hmm. And again. And again. Ooh, come on now. Ooh, saying. come on now. <laughs> come on. I'm okay. just saying, he's going to be all. Yeah. What you trying to do? Anyway. <laughs> Back to the question, the background, the question I was relating to is that the devil sneaks into the weak spots. And the one thing I always seen is, and I've, I've experienced it in my life, the devil comes in when you, he gets you at, when you're younger, when you're innocent. Yes. To destroy that innocent. That's and crazy. he comes in to question what God has already told you, like we talked about last week. Uh-huh. So when did you realize spiritual warfare was real? Where are you attacked? Was it mentally? Was it spiritually? Was it emotionally? And what were your triggers? What were, what were, what were those weak spots? How did the devil get in there? Mm. 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 Mm
Cause the, devil, the, the devil gonna find a crack. He, uh-huh. he, he, he be searching, looking through, trying to find a, mm-hmm. find a way to get in. Oh, yeah. look for me. He said. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to start it. I started. I'll start. Okay, go ahead. I mean, that's, that's a Let's great go. question. That's, Let the case uh, open. I um. That's that's a that's a that's a big question, Joel. I, for me, I I didn't realize I was getting attacked until, until I truly started, like living living for God, just really mm-hmm. chasing Him because, I thought my life was, before then I thought my life was you know, um, if you know if you don't play sports or if you ain't you know selling drugs if you ain't, um, you know being a man by um um messing with women you know multiple women or you know that i thought that was living but it wasn't until i got my life together and found a purpose in my life then i was like hold on the devil had me all along and i ain't even know it you know what i'm saying physically he had me physically he had me mentally he had me spiritually i I didn't have any i didn't realize till later that Man, I was living a hopeless life, and he had me wrapped around his finger, and he was doing whatever he wanted to do with my life. So I didn't realize till later that that I was being that I was in a war and I was losing. Mm. So, um, so yeah, he was. I mean, he was doing whatever he wanted to do with my life, and and I didn't have any hope. I didn't have any uh, purpose. I thought I was living. I mean, I was walking around. I was I was on I was on this campus. Mm. You know, going to class, not all the time, but <laughs> I was going to class trying to get my degree. But at the same time, I wasn't, I wasn't in control of anything. Mm-hmm. So anytime the tem- temptation came up, anytime the, um, you know, somebody said something to me, you know, I would, I would either get upset or you know feel like I can't overcome that situation or you know what, whatever the problem was. You know, the, he he was he was controlling me. It was like he was the puppeteer, and I was the mm. puppet, and I was just I was just doing whatever he wanted to do. All right, So that yeah. So when you that question just kind of I didn't realize till later I was being mm. I was living a lie. Mm. It's like a the devil likes to play chess. He likes to he likes to play puppet master. He wants to be a puppet master. He wants to make you the puppet. It's mm-hmm. weird, weirdly games to get you off the path to where God wants you. Yeah. And to be honest, if the devil can just do that and get you to live a life without God, the devil succeeds and he wins. And God's always trying to reach out to us. And it's, and it's one thing to to live one way when you know so much that you know. And you, 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 know, you know so much that you know, but still instead, you're so deceived and influenced by the devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and sometimes... It's not even just the devil. Like we talked about last week, the devil, like the past couple weeks, the stunts thing, the devil has placed stunts on the You think you close the door, the devil places stunts to the door so you think it's closed. And I, just, I know I keep repeating it, but it's like that, it's that word stunt, it means something. I, I feel like that word can, I feel like that whole statement can be reused so many times because what we were talking about a couple weeks kind of like connect all back to each other. So it's going to sound like we were repeating it so just in some sense, but not fully because what you're saying, it was like you thought you closed up, but the devil had a stunt there. And they would place the stunt there, and it was just like, it's like, you think I thought you closed the door, and somehow you, you keep realizing, why, I keep, why, why do I keep having the same cycles? Yeah. Exactly. You place yeah. the stunt so he can keep you in a cycle because the devil can't be in both places at once. 
Mm. So when he comes back, you're in that same cycle. Mm. You're in that same mm. cycle of mm. whatever, whatever it may be. Yeah. And for me personally, I would say, I would say, I, I'm, I think a lot of us experience spiritual welfare in our lives in so many different ways. That to be honest, if I break it down to you, it would take me too. It would take me longer than what this podcast actually holds to. Mm-hmm. But what I've truly learned in my experience, like for example, when I first experienced spiritual warfare, I didn't know I was experiencing until I got older. And I talked about it in the podcast, and it's still something I struggle with to this day. And it's still something I, it's something that because like we said, I'm so comfortable with it. It's something I've done my whole life, and it's it's hard to break away from. But I've gotten some sense of control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the Lord has given me a sense of control. Let me rephrase that. The Lord has given me a sense of control. And what I'm going to say is, I was, I didn't realize, like you said, I didn't realize that, so, it's triggers, my triggers were a child by a family friend. I was like, you know, touching the wrong way as a child. And it was a reoccurring thing, and it opened up a door. And I started Googling, as a seven, like an eight-year-old child, Googling on my little track phone. <laughs> using the Wi-Fi, googling what I what was happening to me with the family friend, and led me onto pornography, which opened up another door, mm. and led to a whole bunch of other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I and you and I from the, from that moment on, for to about this year, that's all I would watch, and it would be on my mind consistently. It was like, and it still sometimes feel like something is grabbing me, and I still have to rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And as I have to say, I have decided that this no longer serves me. Yeah. And, and it's like, it's really it pulls you. And the devil came in as a child, an innocent child, and took advantage of that. Takes advantage of the innocent and destroys what God's original plan. Mm-hmm. But in some sense, he will destroy God's plan. In some sense, he destroy God's plan. Because God will will always be done. Mm-hmm. One way or another. Mm-hmm. So he didn't destroy God's plan. Exactly. So, <clears throat> and the weak spot, the weak spot was really when I was a child. And the triggers, I don't know what the triggers were. The tr- oh, the triggers were the beginning. How everything started and what led to how we got to where we are. And it's still something you have to battle with, fight with, deal with. It's not just something, I say I'm done, it's in the trash can. It's still something the devil uses to throw at you. And in some sense, I'm learning that you can't live in shame. Right. Because another thing is also spiritual. The devil, when he, he feeds you your idols, and I've seen this say before, he feeds you your idols and then shame you for eating it. Mm-hmm. Shames you and throws guilt at you. And it's just like, because he does it because he wants you to feel like I'm not worthy of, you know, God's love. I'm not worthy to be in God's presence. I'm not worthy to have a relationship with God because I've done these things. Mm-hmm. Guilt trip you to get you farther from God. That's what I gotta say. I was, gonna, I was getting a little too deep. Too deep, y'all? Uh-huh. 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 <clears throat> I, agree with, I agree with all that, you know. Um, one one thing you said was you mentioned it's it's not just one battle it's a it's a constant war. I mean those things that I dealt with, you know, as a younger as a younger man, you know they that I still have to put myself in a position to be 
uh, trained and equipped to fight those battles. Cause they, you know, they do, they still rise up. No, you know, it, it doesn't go away completely. There, there are some, some, uh, urges. There are some, some triggers. instances. Yeah. Some triggers, uh, that you would say that, that will be presented to you. So I got to make sure as a man that I am prepared, that I'm, that I'm prayed up, um, that I'm worded up, that I'm surrounding myself with good people like mm. I am tonight. Amen. And that what that does is that encourages you and strengthens you and reminds you that, hey, you know, I got some people around me that that wants to see the best of me, wants to see me succeed and wants to see me grow and and be who God's called me to be. So it is. It's a constant battle. <clears throat> and uh, man, let me just say something right here. I don't I, this is kind of off topic, but but it's on topic. You know, I'm I'm sitting around this table and I hear you guys talking about spiritual warfare and and um, being open and honest <clears throat> about some of the triggers. And that is, I think, I just want to let you guys know that is so powerful for you at, at where you're at in your life right now. Because when I was, when I was 20, 21, you guys' age, that was a time where I was, <clears throat> I was lost. I was, I was gone. I was out there. I was living a life that was, was not honoring God. So, so just to hear you guys have these conversations and um, see where you're at in your life, man, that that is very um, uplifting for me. And I want to remind you guys that you you're in a you're in a good place, and um, and what you're building right now will will bless you tremendously in the in your in your future. So keep keep doing what you're doing. That's that's what I want to say. Amen. <clears throat> believe and receive. Do you want to tap into the opening question? Um, ooh, what, um, okay, hold on, I, I have to, I, have, I had to reread the question, y'all. Um, so I really realized, um, spiritual warfare was a thing at the ripe age of eight years old. Um, I, so I'm a, I'm a PK kid, so I, I come from a Christian household. Um, it's like, I can never escape, I can never escape God, um, and, um, you know, I always, um, I was always in church. I always praise dance and things like that. But at a young age, um, oh, am I going to say this right now? I think just, I am. Um, you know, I also dealt with pornography at a very, very young age. Um, I don't, I don't look at it no more. I stopped in middle school because I had to, I had to actually pray that away. Yeah. Um, but I also struggle with other stuff, um, just like with sexuality. Um, and I really didn't fully recognize that was, I didn't really fully recognize it was a thing until maybe until I got to high school and I had to get on my knees and I had to pray. And I was like, Hey, I, I don't know what's going on. But I need you. I need you to go ahead and <laughs> exit out the door. <laughs> exit stage right. Uh, like if, if, you know, I just I need you to go. Um, but it, you know, I you know, I was growing up in a, in a spiritual house in a Christian household. You never really think that you know these attacks are coming mm-hmm. onto you. But when you understand that you have such you have such a gift that the devil wants to take away. Mm-hmm. It's always going to come back to back to back. And it can be mental, physical, emotional, spiritual. Like, um, you know, like for the last couple weeks, I'm not going to say what, you know, what happened last couple weeks. 
but you know this whole month of october like it it was it has just been a lot and it's you know the devil has been just um messing with me mentally physically spiritually you know people talking about you people saying this people don't even know the truth like you don't even know what happened babes like please hop off my line like what are you doing but it's like it's like are you really gonna feed into that um and so that's why i've been struggling with so and it, it it i still still i still well, girl i still deal with spiritual attacks yeah. uh, you know again and again and again and that also leads into the second part of the question you know what are your triggers or your weak spots i first of all i love people i am such a big person until you show me i cannot trust you i will always love you and um it has shown me these last couple of weeks, like my my very big weak spot is telling people what happens in my personal life. I I keep to myself a lot, um, and then I get angry because someone's saying stuff and I'm saying all the all manners of things, and then I get into my room, my roommate not there, and I'm like, God, no, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like I I, I you know I actually cussed this white girl out today. <laughs> <laughs> It happened, y'all. Like I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Um I'm not gonna say what happened happened, but you know, I almost you know, I had to pray to God because I almost strangled somebody last night. Like it was just it it was very much it was a very much trigger. And you know, I just you know, sometimes you just gotta pray stuff away. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's my little spew. Yeah. Uh, going into what she said about like people talking about you, I've been having to deal with that a mm-hmm. lot. Um, this this year more than I've have ever dealt with stuff in my life. Like I've had a lot of stuff happen to me. Like my high school year, the four years of my high school, I had eight people die. Like I had two people die every year while I was in high school. And going through that was like wow, that's crazy. But the stuff that I've had to deal with in this year that I'm still dealing with was worse than that. And so, like, I was just on the phone with my mom, and she was like, at this point, whether people believe them or believe you, that is up to God. Mm-hmm. You can just pray, it, and you just got to leave it up to him. Because at the end of the day, we all reap what we sow. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. yeah, she said we all reap what we mm-hmm. sow. Whether Jesus. it's good, where it's bad, where yeah. it's whatever. And I really have to sit back and be like, you know what? You are so right. Because even though these people may have done what they did, at the end of the day, I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep being happy because right now I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, as far as, like, this, what was it, the spiritual warfare, it probably started when, oh, actually probably was in high school because I've always been a very, like, um, like a perfectionist when it comes to, so popping, everybody comes to everything, <laughs> everything I've done, um, like sports, grades, anything. And... <laughs> And anyways, and so, um, you know, like, I've I've had struggled in, like, a class or here or two when I was in high school and stuff, and and the devil's always like, you ain't you ain't good enough. You a failure. Mm. Oh, you see that? Come on. You, oh. you just ain't good enough. You're oh. never going to make it. And it really hit me, like, in the month of October in my philosophy class, and I'm always, like, perfect at, at any essays I write, and I just wasn't. And I sat there on my boyfriend's bed and cried. I said, Jalen, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And he was like, stop crying. Like, you got it. You got a plan. Work through your plan. Yeah. He's like, you always have a plan. And I was like, but I just don't feel like I'm good enough. He was like, why? It's okay to fail. 
Mm. And uh-huh. right then and there, I said, wow, like, yeah. I never realized how much spiritual warfare I was actually going through. So I was like, I know I'm good enough. Mm-hmm. But it's like when little things happen, mm-hmm. he always sneaks in and be like, girl, you see that grave? You ain't never going to make it. Mm-hmm. You ain't never going to be alive. You ain't even good enough. You ain't even cute. You ain't even pretty. He don't even Ooh. like you like that. Ooh. You don't even got good friends. He be trying to drag you by your Yeah, he be, he be trying, trying to drag, drag you across the line. You got you to uh-huh. take, you you take that name of Jesus and drag him back. <laughs> but then when Jalen was like, you always got a plan. That's what stuck to me. I said, I do always got a plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know what I want. And I got a plan to succeed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, devil with your <laughs> bald head. <laughs> <laughs> um, you ain't got a plan for me. I got a plan for myself. God got a plan. God got a plan. Mm-hmm. And because. we gonna follow by that blueprint, not yeah. yours. Yes, that's it. Because yes. yes. God, your your print is not even blue; is red. Because <laughs> oh, you better say something. Um, yeah. Um, I would say it hit me when I was in really high school, from all the way from like last year. Well, in college as well. Um, I remember like I was like seventeen. I like lost like my like another he was like an important male role mom oh my gosh role mom in my life which was my grandfather well then there's other there's two that can go down the line but like that really hit me because like he was my only grandfather that I had left and um and it was really tough because like my grandfather and my other um on my dad's side, I didn't get really, I didn't get really like know him like that. I only knew my grandmother, but like on my mom's side, he was more important because like he was like always there and always made sure I was okay. And you know, it really was like, you know, you know, it really hurt to see him. It really hurt to see my grandmother and my mom go through that um, process to help him. Like, you know, he had like lung cancer because he used to work for. Um, I don't know if you heard the um, word for it. Her um, K twenty five. Mm-hmm. Oak Ridge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. That's where they deal with all the pipes and stuff, if I'm correct. Yeah. He used to work there, and, then, like, he got, got exposed to something, and, like, he had it until, like, you know, until he reached 70, so, yeah, but um, he, he lived a good life, though. That was a thing. But um, also, like, at that time, I want to understand how, I learned how life can be so rough without, you know, talking to God and how to make things not good so that's when it realized to me like you know i need to start talking to god more and i did that and it also like and i also like learned later like later in life like you know you know like life gets even more harder and harder every time you like go through something that's what really you know Help me understand that you know I always gotta talk to God and I always gotta make sure that I'm right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some days it's not gonna be perfect. Mm-hmm. Like some days you gotta like you wanna like cut somebody out, you wanna like punch somebody, you wanna like tell somebody like you know you need to get out of my life, you know. But you know it's always good to always go to God sometimes, and sometimes it's like we do good and um, we can like do well in one area and that un- one area we're just not good at. You know, and I also learned for college, um, life was, ever since I came from college, I thought, you know, everything's all right, nothing's going to happen to me, you know, because you know that one point we think, okay, I went through a whole bunch of bad stuff, you know, I don't think nothing's going to ever happen again, you know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, nope, guy's like, nope, you got to 
<laughs> go through some stuff again, but it's gonna even be more worse. But like, that's what I learned in college. Um, I remember like when the pandemic had hit, that's when, you know, a lot of spiritual warfare was going around, mm-hmm. you know, all these mental illnesses and COVID and all this <clears throat> stuff. I think I was doing that because um, I like, um, my, I lost my dad my freshman year in college. It was really rough seeing him, you know, getting like, watching him get sick, dealing, battling cancer. It was like stage four. It was really rough because I'm in college at the time and it's just like, okay, what do you do at that time? Mm. You know, it's like my mom was doing all the work helping him. The only time I could support him was like texting or like it was on winter break or Thanksgiving I could like come visit him. You know, that's when I wanted like how bad, you know, I wanted how like, you know, when you like go through things and it's like, it makes you want to like shut down everything. It makes you just want to just quit. But then I told myself, no, nah, I'm going to keep going. But then when later he died in March, you know, the beginning of COVID, that's when it was like, all right, I don't think I can't do this no more. Cause you know, you lose a parent at a young age and I don't think anybody knows, like anybody cannot understand what it's like losing a parent at a young age. And, um, you know, that's when I thought, okay, I don't think I can't do stuff anymore. But then I was like, no, I keep going. Because some side of me told me, you know, I got to keep going. You know, I got to keep talking to God. But now, like, this year, I feel like I've done better at some stuff. And I feel like I've changed some things. But, you know, I still got developing to do. Because, like I said, all the time, you know, you're always going to be dealing with stuff. Like, it's not like life's going to be like all puppies and rainbows. Sometimes it's going to be all... Waterfall, I mean, floods, tornadoes, hurricanes, tsunamis, all that other stuff. But most importantly is not to, like, lose yourself in all that situation and always to go to God Mm 24-7. Sorry if I spoke too long. I was just trying to, like... No, you're good. good. That's good, Gary. Yeah. You're fine. Sorry. Catching myself. Okay. I will say that those weak moments in our lives is when the devil comes in to hit us the most, especially when we are hurt the most. Like I said, like we said last week, push it to a corner. Mm-hmm. And the closer we get, the closer, sorry, <clears throat> the closer we get with God, the more persecuted we feel. From like the enemy, the world, the more closer we get, the more, even if being people talking about you, like you're saying, people talking about you, people having these narratives even just a simple situation happening and you losing, want to just snap and lose the trigger. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the devil uses the simple things and the small things to throw you off the path, <clears throat> throw you off the, the playing field. And it takes faith to overcome those battles. And it's not faith in, and sometimes I think we get lost in faith in what I'm hoping for, faith in God to get through what I need to get through. Because I said, you can't, and especially when anything happens, we cannot do it alone. The devil wants us to be alone. He wants us to feel alone. And he wants us to not be able to feel like we can't do, we can't do this. He, he wants us to not, he wants us to, he wants us to give up. He wants us to throw in the towel. Yeah. Even when God is continuing throwing, throwing the towel back at you, he wants you to not take the towel and th- keep throwing it away. And to that point, we just want to just, Throw yourself out the window. Oh, you said throw yourself out the window. 
Not like, yeah, just it's like a metaphor. I'm oh, like, no, you. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's like a metaphor. You just want to just end it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. That's what happened to me like my third semester sophomore year because, like, like that second semester sophomore year during like COVID, I dropped like a class and I wasn't supposed to, and it was like, all right, that's in my advisor was like, yeah, you got to take that over again. I'm like, okay. And then sophomore year, my third semester, you know, when then they opened campus back up, it was just so much going on, like so many online classes and all that other stuff. It just was overwhelming me and I just caused a lot of anxiety. It just made me want to like drop out. And I remember talking to my mom one day. I was like, I think I want to drop out. I was like, do you think you want to? She was like, do you want to do this? I was like, at first I was going to say yes. But then the next thing you know, I was like, no, I'm going to keep continuing. I'm going to keep going. Like, and I was like, okay, I don't want to drop out because, you know, I had this thing where I want my dad, I want to, like, do this stuff for my dad, and I want to make sure that he is proud of me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I know I shouldn't be saying that every day because I know every day my dad's proud of me because, you know, he saw me graduate, he saw me do things before and after I got to college. He was like, all right, now let me do this for my dad because I promised that I'm going to get a degree and I'm going to, you know, make him proud. So I was like, all right. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just keep going to God, and then got, and here I am now, senior year. It's my last semester. I'm about to graduate in December, <laughs> so I just gotta, you know, keep going and not mess everything up. So, well, I looked back at that. I was like, you know what, I was getting ready to quit, but then like God was like, nah, keep going. Yeah. So yeah. like, that's like, you know, that's like that point. He's like, I want to give up. I don't want to do this no more. But then it's like, nah, God said, you know, you're going to go out there and you're going to finish what you... You start. Yeah. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 When you just talk about don't give up, uh, it's just on the top of my head, but I, I love me some y'all. Yeah, you get Linda Adams. Uh, this, <laughs> the battle is the Lord's. Was, and it's this video of her singing like, saying, don't give up. <laughs> you know, you want to put, she put it. Her soul in that. <laughs> yeah, she put herself. She put herself. So I'm just saying, don't give up. Oh. Mm. <laughs> don't give up. He said, don't give up. Don't give up is, even when I feel special, I give up. And, you know, a lot of times we, I feel like we get off the path when we are not living in the spirit and we're walking by the flesh like you was talking about that mm-hmm. like Sunday. You was walking and, we, and we, we let the flesh have too much power, we find ourselves back in the same cycles. Uh-huh. And that's how the devil plays stunts. Because because he puts the flesh he puts the flesh you think you think the flesh is behind you but it's in front of you. And it's and it's at the wheel. Mm-hmm. And it's calling charges. And so and he, and that's when the devil use like your sense that you want to be in control of everything. Mm-hmm. So you being in control is you still doing the things that don't serve you. Me being in control was still was still watch when I know when I when I when I know I'm not supposed to be doing this. Me being using when you want you feel like you just want to be in control of everything and got, and that's how the devil uses you. Puppet master mm-hmm. to a string of the enemy. But when he done with you, he can throw you away. Yeah. Mm. Real throw you away. Drag you through the streets and everything. When he's done with you, and he, his mission is complete, and he's succeeded to keep you away from God to a point where there is a coming back. 
there's no way to come back. I'm not saying there's no coming back, but to a point where you your spiritual purpose on this earth has ended. Mm. And lights out. <clears throat> oh, lights out. Oh. And you see Jesus. The devil. Or do do they see Jesus? Depart from do me. I never you. knew you. Yeah, that's, that's, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yep. Yep. Mm, that's a phrase right there. Depart from me, I never knew that, that, that's, that's what I'm trying to stay that's, away from. That's something right there. Uh, well, I want to hear the other one. Not that one. That's right, yep. Come home, my good and faithful. You've been faithful over a few things. Now come home and I'm going to get. That's what I'm trying to hear. <laughs> <laughs> not that little other one. I don't know which one you're talking about. I'm talking about that one where I'm going to get my crown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Right. Show mm-hmm. up. A crown. Oh, oh, not the uh oh oh. I shall wear a crown. Mm. Mm. Okay. Don't be throwing it back, boy. You <laughs> <it> back. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm, a old, I'm old I'm old spirit when it comes to gospel music. Yeah. I love me some. Yeah. I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. Don't don't be off me. <laughs> <laughs> What's another awesome song? Um, I'm so glad you said. I don't know what you come to do. I don't know what you. I didn't come to look at you. Okay. No, I don't know that part. I, don't know that part. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't come to look at you. I came to do my dance. My dance. I came. To, yeah. No, oh, that yeah. one. I was like. I, I didn't come you. to look at you. I didn't. I think yeah. I'm singing the. the yeah. I think that's yeah, the re- those, like the remix. Yeah, like that, that's not the original. That's the that's the remix. I call it the Memphis remix. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Memphis remix of that song. I never heard that before. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they switch on to What a Mighty God We Serve. Uh, what a Mighty God We Serve. Okay, y'all, we got a girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just when I get to old school songs, yeah. I believe in the old school brand, getting the fresh closet. Oh, okay. good. Uh-huh. Slaying in praying. the spirit. Slaying. Y'all, y'all just, y'all just. People I these days, they be scared. Uh-huh. I don't want to do anything. What? Huh? Oops. No, no, no. Yeah, but, y'all weren't listening. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. I, we need fuel to fight the battles. Somebody said we need fuel. 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 Somebody said I'm, I'm on my, my tank on E. My tank on E. My tank on E. It's on E and E's gas. The one, okay, I actually, I, I kind of like... Kind of like had a revelation in the midst of my sin. And l- l- hear me out. Oh. And I'm gonna tell you about after this break. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, what's up? We back. So, like I was saying, I had a revelation in the midst of my sin. And so, in a period of time, around the time of things happening in my family, like with my uh, grandfather, my, gra- my, my grandma having a crazy heart attack and her surgery, and then my grandfather. You know, getting sick a couple weeks after that and him dying. When I went home, you know, I went through some things where I almost got evicted from my apartment. When I was when I grenade out, I, was, I got eviction notice the day, the day before. Mm-hmm. I was served papers. Crazy. But the Lord said something else. And I was so, I had so much on my mind, I was so discouraged. And 
And the minister me saying it, and I went back and says, I, I lost control, and I thought I lost control, and I started back watching popcorn consistently. Mm-hmm. And and it wasn't just a, I did it because I, I got weak, but it was because I was so weak and my tank was so on E. Mm-hmm. And here, here, you're going to get to the relationship. Think about that tank being on E. Okay. Think about, it was full when I got to Memphis. Was full. But think about it. when I started by watch point, it was on E. Ooh. But then what I realized is when we engage in our idols, when we engage in our sin, when we engage into what the devil is trying to feed us, we're pouring what God gave us out into the drain. You know how he said you waste you wasting food? Mm-hmm. You waste you're pouring out what God has given us into the drain. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm left on when I, and it's like at the end of it, the result is I'm left on E. It's a transfer of energy. What you call it? Transfer, transfer. It's an outpouring. Mm-hmm. He's taking what God has poured into me and mm-hmm. it's and draining it. Now my tank's on E. Yeah. Because I've engaged in what the enemy threw at the table. Mm-hmm. That's it. E. And you know what I did? You, you ate. ate. <laughs> you ate. Yo. Ate the whole plate. Left no, no crumbs. Mm-mm. No crumbs. You know when um. When you and and Joe, what you're saying, man, it's it's so um, revealing and, and eye opening because when you do live, when you do make decisions based off of your fleshly desires or or um, things that your body um, desires and wants, there's no, um, it doesn't fill you up. Yeah, it's temporary. It's like um, somebody told me years ago, like. Sin is like cotton candy. Mm. It's like That's crazy. It, it tastes good, you know, at the beginning, but mm. you always want more, mm. and it doesn't fill you up. Mm. Come on. And so um, that's what that's what those fleshly desires do, man. They they feel good at the moment, but you're not it itches and it bites. It's like I gotta I gotta I gotta get I gotta get this like, away. Uh, bed bugs. Mm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> bad buds are the devil. I'm sorry. Those things are the devil. So that that fleshly oh, desire, man, it it feels it feels good at the or, beginning. Or okay. it's like um, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Uh, sorry, no, no. You're you're fine, girl. Um, it's um feels good at the beginning, but there's no fulfillment. And you and you mentioned being on E. When you're on E like that, man, it's hard. It's hard to fight. Mm. It's hard to fight in a battle. So that's when you that's when you just let go and you go back to what you're used to. Mm-hmm. You circle back to what what you what you've known before in the past, even though you know it's not it's not healthy for you. Mm-hmm. But if, when you're on E, it's like there's no fight. There's no there's no energy. There's no um, you feel like there's no reason. And so that's why it's important to know that we have a, a, we know that we're in a spiritual battle and we have to make sure we're, we're full. We're full of, of God's presence. We're full of his word. Mm-hmm. We're full of um, his peace and his, um, and knowing that our faith is in God, that we're trusting in him. So, so yeah, I, I appreciate you sharing that, Joel, because that's a, that's something we have to remember. If we're, if we're, if we're riding around on E, all we're gonna do is go back to what we're used to. Mm-hmm. Comfortability. Come. 
For the weapons of my warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God. Full of pulling down for strongholds. Mm -hmm. And somebody define that word carnal for me, because I'm about to find some word. Uh, Carnal means uh, fleshly, fleshly minded, or uh, making a decision off of like your mind or what you see physically. Mm. Like you were talking about walking by the flesh, carnal minded. We get so caught up in our, the mind of your flesh into what you're used to. Mm-hmm. I get easily distracted. I get easily distracted because of my carnal mind. And I can't fight. Mm-hmm. You can't fight with a carnal mind. Mm-hmm. You got to walk in the spirit, which is why I, I kind of like took, I I took this phrase. I think what you said kind of made something different. God's calling us to be spirit-led, not flesh-led. Mm, yeah. You right. And if the devil, and another part of the the devil can keep you from being spiritual-led, then he knows. If he, if you can be spiritually-led, then he knows he stands. He don't stand a chance. No, exactly. He knows, you know. He, he ain't got no power right there. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if I'm not walking in his, I'm not. If I'm not walking in. The, the man who did all did all he could for Jesus. I'm not walking in him, not in him. That he knows he can easily just throw me over there. I'm not in him. He can just leave me over here, and I'll just stay there, and I won't get up. Mm. Yeah. Cause he knows he can just throw me in the pit, and he can win. Mm. If I'm in the flesh. Right. If I'm carnal minded, he wins. Mm-hmm. But if I'm using the weapons of my spiritual weapon, which are not carnal. Mm-hmm. I'm living mighty through God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Living life to God. Mm-hmm. And he used, also uses the ways of the world. People's opinions, people pleasing is another form of spirituality. Oof. I mean, I said spirituality, spiritual warfare. <laughs> and spirituality, yeah. that's it. I, I, ooh, ooh. Let me get to the uh, people pleasing. Um, I've realized, like, um, pe- pleasing people is really something that makes you look like an idiot mm-hmm. because, like, you want to, like, like impress people you want to like you know show them that you're that person but really it's like yeah no it's not everybody's gonna be pleased at the end of the day and some of the stuff that they be doing to like you know get to like um please people just be like off the walls like people be doing off the wall stuff and it's just be like why are you doing that and sometimes i wonder if we would that's i i struggle with people pleasing yeah. and what i've learned to do mm-hmm. is take that energy i mean to people pleasing with other people and if i was just direct that energy towards seeking god mm-hmm. right and caring about because mm-hmm. at the end of the day i think we, then, i don't know that this i think this was said at the men's conference this weekend i think it was i don't know if it was at the men's conference you said it on sunday but i heard somebody said this weekend at the end of the day it's gonna be me and god when i see his face when I see guys like me and him, it's not going to be the people that I was idolizing. It's not going to yeah. be the things yeah. I idolized. I was it's going to be me and God. It's the, the devil, he going to be, he, the devil going to be waiting in hell in his little desk for me. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, I think I'm on the side. Help us all. Help yeah, us all. Help us all. And it's just. After just that one saying, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I was gonna go somewhere, no, and I think that whole saying was just something in itself. That whole saying was just something in itself. Mm-hmm. Just, I, that's why I lost my train of thought after that. Yeah. Oh. And another form of is 
Oh, spirituality. And it's when I say spirituality, let me let me mm-hmm. rephrase that. Mm-hmm. I said it the one other way the devil the devil uses tricks in the ways of the world and and the devil misguides people and misknowledge them. And something mm. that is rising up in the black community, and I'm actually disgusted by this. You've seen it. This disgusting narrative that it's a, it's a horrible narrative that Christianity was given to the slaves, to the black slaves, and that Christianity and Jesus is a white man's religion. This entire theology is rising within the black community and black people so-called waking up and really be blind in the devil's in the devil's Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the that's the whole world today. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give examples because again, um, I don't know who's listening to the podcast, and I ain't trying to get canceled. Canceled. So, cause everybody know my Instagram now, so. But it's just, it's just like, you know, you know, everybody, um, everybody is, you know, playing patty cake with the devil. And, and, and playing, I mean, patty cake, patty cake, bakers, man, for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like in his face and, um, you know, people like I'm woke, you know, I know what's going on. You know what? No, Morgan, we going to talk about it. Um, you know, like, you know, we, you know, huh. you know we you know we also look at um you know gender identity um that's a big topic you know that would have to be another topic for another day but you know we we look at gender identity uh uh, um who who we believe in who we idolize um and what what people don't understand um you know and, and people persecute christians as if you know people like oh i hate y'all because da, 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 da. baby you don't understand that's the devil using you because you're literally in his face you know idolizing all this stuff that the world is giving you 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 don't even <laughs> you don't you don't even know what what god is trying to give mm. you He's trying to give you eternal life, and you you playing with everything you playing with everything that is material, baby. Let me tell you, the the for the people who's listening, all this material stuff, the shoes that's on your feet, shall fade away. Uh, uh, it's gonna be gone. It's gonna be gone. Yeah. Like I, me, me personally, I'm not try- okay. Yeah. When them when them uh triumphs, tri- trumpets, when them trumpets sound. And God comes down, baby. It, it's it's all going to be gone. And I'm not trying to be here for seven years, tribulation. Tribble tri- what? Tribble tri- 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 <laughs> who? Tri- who? I don't know her. Tribble who? Right, exactly. <laughs> right, because I don't be up there with God. But that that's what um, a lot of people today is like, you know, I'm woke. I'm woke. You know, and we also talk about, you know, political parties, Democrat. Uh, Republican, like that's even I big. Claim, I claim Jesus and uh, okay, okay, I don't even vote. I hate voting. I'm so sorry. Um, cause it's just it's it, it's too much, and you know everybody's just everybody is playing patty cake with the world. Um, and that's the it what is, 
It's two sides, and the devil's playing both sides, and he creates all this chaos right. within mm-hmm. both parties. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, both parties are greedy, rich people who only care about themselves. Mm. And we drinking that Kool Aid, and what we should be focused on is God. And it's not even who we should be focused on me, God. Cause, Cause now I'm about to go into conspiracies. Like it's just it's Ooh, it's it's so yes. it is so much stuff that people don't understand that it's the devil tactics trying to take out a lot of people because a lot of people have so much spiritual gifts i mean like let's talk about the music industry too people who have beautiful voices Mm -hmm. that can be used unto god to bring people to the church but you you land the little scallywag over here you know you land you land the devil you know use you and oh and by the way y'all's favorite artists like rihanna all them? Oh yeah, they sold it. They sold their souls. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna say, I don't care if the people next door hear me. They sold their souls, and they, 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 they serve the devil. They don't serve God, even though they might have John three sixteen, baby. The girl, the girl who's having sex next door has John three sixteen yeah, in yeah, her Bible yeah. too, uh-huh. in, in her bio too. Let's yeah. be for real. I think I think I think Morgan is 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 uh, is is on is on a good point because I do believe there is a there is an all out attack mm-hmm. and that's what we're talking about this spiritual warfare to the point where we're in a battle and a lot of a lot of people like Morgan said doesn't even realize they're in a battle. Okay. So they're going. They're just going with the flow, and they thinking they're, you know, they're they're justifying their actions based off of you know being woke or thinking they know it all, mm-hmm. or you know I'm gonna follow this religion because I get to do this, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna believe this because I want to do that. But in when it all boils down to it, nobody is really pursuing God to the fullest, even though. Even though they're they're claiming God and they're saying God and they're and they're they're tatting God on okay. them, but what what are their actions saying? What are their fruits? What are they, what what, are they producing? What fruit is being mm-hmm. produced? That's what I would say. You you would know, you you would know they're a believer by their fruits. Right. Doesn't matter say something like that. I'm like, it does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You would know them by their fruit. Mm-hmm. You know them so, by their fruit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that's what yeah. So. Morgan, I, I agree with you. I, I I see where you're going, and and I'm 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 one that looks at what people, how people act before what they say. Mm-hmm. I, I like to I like to see what people do before you know what they say, and because mm-hmm. everybody can talk a good game. Come on, everybody. Uh, can, okay. Everybody can can quote the word. Everybody it's, can you know can it. say and say it, but are they living it? Even the devil knows God's word. Exactly. Uh-huh. But God's and he learns how to twist it. And he comes in. Sorry. Twist it and he comes in imitation. Like we said last week, mm-hmm. God is the pure vanilla and the devil is the imitation. Come on. Mm. I want to say something. Right. And mm. you know, Come how, on like, now. You said the music industry. Um, I hate how these people be looking up to these couples on social media like YouTubers. Jay Pinkett said the 
That's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> Please. I don't want to hear that. I've seen that too much on my For You page. And I'm kind of done with that. I don't want to hear about Jada Pinkett Smith and her relationship. That's a different But yeah, like um, like glorifying relationships. When some of these relationships are not perfect and some of them are not okay. And it's like, y'all glorify this and you want stuff like that. And it's just like, no. We glorify the Lord instead of glorifying the Lord. And I didn't say all that to say like, Oh, I'm perfect. Cause <laughs> let's be for real. Too. Let's be for real. We we are all made out of flesh, and we are all idolizing something, or we all are doing something that may not be up to the glory of God. And that's up to you. You have to work on that yourself. That's a that's a personal thing, right? You have to work on your relationship with God. That's your personal business. I'm not coming to attack anyone because I still fall short. But I, I said I said that all that to say is that we are whether you believe it or not, we've been under a spiritual attack as soon as the apple was bitten. Yeah. We uh-huh. we been we have been under a spiritual and attack, so and now it's increasing. It's it, it's getting bigger and bigger, and it's becoming more of a problem. Yeah. And what people don't understand is that we are in the end of times. Like yeah. it, it, so what what y'all see in the world? Oh, it's just gonna get worse. Like I'm just gonna be honest with you, yeah. and and you you for yourself have to have that relationship with God because all of us even even the even your pastor who's preaching you the word every single day still goes under spiritual attack so he yeah. still has to get in relations with God even I even still more. huh that's as I say even more yes so, even more pulling people into the word yes yeah. yes and even us we might be going into more spiritual attacks because we are spreading the word of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we are going against the devil's plans, but we going with God's plans. And so, you know, that's what a lot of people don't understand. And so that's what I said that to say. It's just like, we've always been under a spiritual attack since, since the beginning, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, not the very, very beginning. Well, when the apple was bitten, you know, when they, when they made that decision, <laughs> we've been under a spiritual attack. Oh, not Siri. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Attack. Mm-hmm. And y'all playing patty cake with the devil again on my nerves. Patty cake with the devil. Like I, that's actually a good phrase to use, but it's like it's crazy. Patty cake. <laughs> and it's like you blind playing patty cake, like eyes closed. And then you open your eyes at the end of time. And you like, like oh, you look ugly. Who is you? <laughs> Who are you? Uh, and you Ooh. down there in the pits of hell while I'm up, when I'm up there with Jesus. Uh, that's all I got to say. That's just what I also wanted to Everything is an opening. Mm-hmm. Everything is a door. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the music, and I, what I don't like, I don't like to be a young music. There's music that's, that's so like, not depressive, but like it's the also if you if if I've done my research, you know like music carries energy, and it's sometimes the waves of energy that they these people these artists yeah. use push you in a sad mood, and you wonder why you want to kill yourself, and you wonder why you're so depressed. Why y'all think y'all listen to raw wave all the time? I'm just saying. Okay, I don't listen to raw wave. I, I just can't I, listen I'm to saying. raw wave. He's spiritually. Hey, I feel like when I listen to his music, it's it's something spiritual that just it takes you to a lower level. Mm-hmm. And you, what 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 I don't like is some people that bash Christians using the word energies and lower lower levels. 
And that I know it relates to spirituality, but God created these energies. God created this thing. Right, right. And but it's just the devil came in and twisted what God created. Yeah. Yeah. And what's even sad is that back to like people falling into like more people falling into spirituality. I'm I we live in an era and I've seen this talk about so many times and I really want to talk about it deeply sometimes when I talk stuff. We live in an era and especially in our generation that has normalized witchcraft. Jesus. In so many different forms. Jesus. Whether it be random tarot cards on my for you page. Okay. Tarot card readings. And even the some sense of not even just tarot cards, but also just the what, what do you the call psychic it? readings. The psychic readings. Y'all, y'all wanna uh put uh sage in y'all's room, like I'm cleansing the energy. You, Babe, you welcoming you, you you come yeah. on. You're welcoming in things that ain't supposed to be there, but because you think you think you're cleansing something, you're just bringing you're just bringing it in. Right. You know how to cleanse the air? Get on your knees and praise to God. Pray yeah. God. That that's how you cleanse the air. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. And also knowing that that necklace as well. Yes, the the devil, eye, the evil eye, or whatever. Yeah, they said that they're all spiritual when you're really. Mm-hmm. But, and they come in different colors. Like, girl, please let me tell you, you're welcoming that stuff in. Somebody you're not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. And you're opening a door. <laughs> Got me scared. You're opening a door <laughs> that God never intended us to open. It's kind of just if you think about like even like the music like some of this even like the music and it's I I know I listen to some of Beyonce songs but it's just one thing she said in the beginning so I showed you that in the beginning of the song hold on she says she quotes a poem and I see people, I see people debate about this and say she's just quoting a poem she's still using it in her music video. Yeah. She even though she, she didn't make the poem, but she quoted a poem. Mm-hmm. She was talking about she number in the poem. It said, and she used the heavy She quoted the poem with her own voice in the poem. I mean, in the music video, she said that she got on her knees and prayed. She got on her knees and saw the devil. When she got on her knees, prayed Jesus and saw the devil, mm-hmm. and she started levitating from my bed. And it just, she then she's like then she proceeds to say she used the, the the pages from the devils. I mean, the pages from the Bible to mm-hmm. uh, clean up her period blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Look up, hold on. The internet, hold on. Beyonce. I'm not even speaking conspiracy. This is real fact. This is real fact. Real oh, fact. and y'all think y'all uh, favorite artist, uh, Doja Cat? Oh, Lord. <laughs> that's, 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 just, that's right in y'all's face. And they be like, oh, my God. It's just it's a art. new it's era. Art. Oh, my God. It's just yeah. art. It's, this nah, is creativity. That's not creativity. That that's scary. demon. That's demonic. Mm. That's, a, that's a portal. It's how, like, my de- it's how my demons move. Girl, so what? In some sense, I've debated this. Our phones are portals. This te- the way technology is being used as a portal into the devil's tricks and his games and his Kool-Aid. And I'm not drinking the devil's Kool-Aid. You no. love this Kool-Aid. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't even know the flavor. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it can be tropical because everybody used to tropical. But you know, that's um, I, uh, when, I, when, I, when I spoke on the uh, spirit-led uh, message it just takes me back to uh, to Galatians five. I don't I don't have the list in front of me, but those all of those fleshly desires are what we're discussing. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, all the way from um, uh, everything that we we've been talking about. It's listed in Galatians five, all the way from um, from the um, from horoscopes to tarot cards to 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 being involved with different like. Wicked spirits. I mean, that's that's what we're talking about. It's it's in the Bible, and it, and it's already been mentioned. So, um, 
but you know, just just hearing the conversation, and I'm I'm so thankful that um, that God has created some 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 tools and some Come on. some resources for us to to fight these crazy battles. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you mentioned Morgan, and it's and it's true that you know we're living in the end of times, and and if you're not if you're not grounded in God in any way, man, that could be so depressing to you. And you feel like, you know, this world is coming on you and you don't know what to do. But, you know, God, he, he's equipped us. He's equipped us with um, with with armor. He's equipped us with with different things that we can do to, to combat and win this this spiritual warfare that we're fighting. And, and what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Ephesians six, where he breaks down the armor of God, mm. um, you know, with the with the belt of truth and the and the breastplate of righteousness and the helmet of salvation, knowing who you are. In Christ, mm-hmm. in your mind, because that's where the that's where the battles at, uh, and having the sword of sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and mm-hmm. and so we we have to make sure we are living and using those those tools, that gear that God has equipped us with, because if we're not if we're not fighting this battle spiritually, we we're not gonna we're not gonna come out victorious, because okay. this world is getting crazier and crazier by the day, mm-hmm. and what we're seeing and not. And you guys, you're going to be seeing it too. But I, again, when I remember when I was 20, I thought the world was crazy. But now, man, this world went, went off, off the... <laughs> it's going to get the point where demons just walking on earth like it's nothing. Yeah, I mean... Like they live here. It's, 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 I mean, they roam me, y'all. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they do. They've been here for thousands though. of generations. So we, we have to be, we have to be, like you said, we have to stay connected to God. Because the enemy doing everything he he can to disconnect mm-hmm. us, whether it's whether it's you know lying to us, whether it's bringing situations in our lives, mm-hmm. um, uh, setting off triggers in our lives, whatever it may be, whatever he can do to get us off track, that's what he's gonna do. Mm-hmm. And we're like a little, living in a time, not a time. Sorry, we are we're dealing with spiritual forces that have been there before us and our parents and our grandparents. They're here for thousands of generations, and that's why we need to be spirit led. Because we can't fight on our own. Mm-hmm. That's it. I can't fight on my own. We cannot fight on our own. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. We can't. Yeah. And the last thing I just want to say is it, it is a battle of the mind. It's because I'm so, and it's also good release, but, but yeah. You know, and we have to let God lead us and be spirit led in all things. And I was leading to the point that, sorry. Even like I said, the thing about people, the mindset, where because we're so carnal, we live in our, we live in that carnal mindset, mm-hmm. fleshly mindset, and when we walk by that, we get so easily deceived and distracted by what God is, what God is trying to, what God is trying to do. When we get so deceived by the world's plan mm-hmm. and instead of God's plan. Mm-hmm. And my point with me saying it is that's like you were saying. That's why so many people. Fall into the trap of the enemy of believing that that Christianity is a white man's religion, that even that that, that this crystal can give me peace, that this crystal can mm-hmm. give me love, this crystal mm-hmm. can give me joy, and honestly, it's a filling, it's a filling for something. Okay. It's a it, and honestly, every mm-hmm. and all the things like the, the tarot cards, it's a filler for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm you. I'm, I'm avoiding something. I'm trying to feel something. I just need confirmation. Yeah, confirmation. And sometimes it's, and it's like those little, those little TikToks or Instagrams that be like, if you if you uh share this sound, share this sound, your crush will text you. If you share this sound, this will happen. And it's yeah. just like, that's, that's 
Or yeah. if it makes it, they'll throw either Jesus, Jesus or God, whatever, in there, and be like, okay, I'm, I'm a Christian. I get it. Like, like, yeah, you know, understand what I'm saying? You know, them posts like, yeah, if you don't like, share God, don't like this. Oh yeah, Jesus don't like you. Oh yeah, you know? dang, he don't like you either. <laughs> 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 like, skip if you hate God. Like, oh okay, I mean, like, I'm just mad about this. Like, why you coming to attack me? What I, what I do? I did nothing to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, it's a battle oh. that we have to fight. Mm-hmm. We have to fight this battle mm-hmm. and win. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, and I want to go back to your point, if you're not armored up, yeah. like for real, from head to toe, mm-hmm. like we even if you're like you can, if you're not, hold on, I was my mind is racing. <laughs> If you're not armored up from head to toe, then you are you're gonna fall easily. Like you're gonna fall short repeatedly, easily. You're gonna go through that cycle. Even if you missing one, even if you missing the breast it's the breastplate of righteousness, yep, right? Okay, that's I wanted it. to make sure. You got it. Even if you missing the breastplate of righteousness, one little piece can knock you off. Yep. And you just you have to make sure you're 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 uh, geared up. Geared up. You have to make sure you're prayed up. You gotta make sure you you know your word, cause the devil know the word too. And yep. and you thinking again, you still playing patty cake with the devil, and patty cake, patty. like, <laughs> and it's just and it's just like you know, of course you know you have to work hard against like not trying to fall short. And we all we all still go through it, but if you're not armored up with the word of God and you don't know God for yourself, you're gonna fall so easily. It, you're gonna be comfortable in those cycles, and it goes back again with everything we've been talking about this semester so far. Comfortability. You you're gonna be so comfortable at where you're where you're at, and then you're gonna get tired. And you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Well, did you pray? Did right. you read your Bible? Mm. Have you been going to church? Have you talked to God? You don't even have to go. Do you, ultimately, do you have a relationship with yes, God? If go. you don't have a relationship with God, baby, get out of my face. Like you, then you, you obviously don't understand the assignment because it's it's here. It's been given to you, even if you don't have the Bible physically. We live in a digital media age. You tell me a quick five seconds. You can download the Bible app and keep it moving. The Bible app has so much stuff. I, I'm still finding stuff to this day. So it's it's just like it's like you have you have to you have to want that for yourself. But until then, you still gonna go with cycle after cycle after cycle after cycle, and you gonna feel comfortable until you get something in the spirit that's like I'm tired of this. And you, we said it last week. I said it last week. I was, I was about to say it. I said it last week about when you're comfortable. When you get to comfortable, you got to get to the point where you've had enough, and then you say enough. You have to, you have mm-hmm. to say enough enough because God's just not gonna step in unless you want Him, mm-hmm. to, unless you want to change. Mm-hmm. You have to want to change because God is never going to, God is never gonna just invite Himself in. He wants to be mm-hmm. invited in. He wants to be invited in to move on behalf of you. Mm-hmm. He wants to be invited to you know sit at the table mm-hmm. on behalf. Of you. He wants to He wants mm-hmm. to be invited. God wants to be. God's always at the door. He always wants to be invited in. So you have to have have enough of enough of this, all these things that don't serve me, don't have any power to move mm-hmm. towards me. Mm-hmm. Because these things shall never fill me. Mm. Like a cup. 
It keeps swimming, but it's like empty. It got holes in it. It runs yep. right out. Yep. Runs straight out. Yep. Mm. And you fulfill for that, that very second. But then once time starts fading away, it's dripping out, dripping out. And you're left with nothing. Mm. You're left empty-handed. Mm-hmm. Still on coming e. to the on Not e. on F, on E. e. Yep. Still coming to the story. Mm. Still kill and destroy. Mm. And destroy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's your that's your living statement. Any closing statement? I guess I got a question before mm-hmm. we kind of close out. Do you feel that part two was enough, or we need to, we need a deeper session? So I think I think for right now, uh, I mean we did go into two parts. True. Um, who knows? In the next couple of weeks, it might be part three. We don't know, but we we always talk about you know spiritual stuff. We always talk about spiritual warfare because it's connected to all that we talk about. That's true. It's always related to what we talk about. So. You in right. my opinion, spiritual warfare is still going to be an ongoing topic. I think we just, I think it's good that we dedicated these two weeks to just specifically spiritual warfare. But if you really think about it, these last two weeks, I mean, this week and last week, we like everything that we've talked about, even the different examples, like with the world and stuff like that, is connected to spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. So it will always be a topic we talk about. Toss and and I want to say this, and we talk. I think everything's connected. Like even like the t- topic for the breaking out pa- patterns, getting mm-hmm. to the roots. Uh, everything's all connected. What was it was in the uh, breaking out patterns, getting to the roots. I'm trying to remember the other one before that one. And I know the first one that we did this this semester was holiness and uh, pure, pure holiness, purity. I understand how holy God is. I think all that is truly connected to the theme because the theme for this whole semester and also the theme leading up to revival night, which mm-hmm. is something new, refine, refresh, restart. I think it's all connected because, in some sense, I gotta, you know, I gotta be in order for something new to happen. I gotta let go, mm-hmm. and I gotta break old habits. I gotta, yeah. I gotta understand the spiritual side of things that yeah. I'm going through. I gotta yeah. understand that I'm spiritually under attack, mm-hmm. and I understand those barriers so I can get to the new, mm-hmm. the new that God has for me. Mm-hmm. And for for what needs to, for me to get to what needs to be that God needs me to be. Yeah. I think I'm, I said the wrong how I want to say, but you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no. And I think everything's just, I think this whole, it's just crazy how all these topics are just so connected. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it was that we talked about before, after holiness. I forgot what it was. It was I, the week that I came on. It, it was your first week, and I forgot what it was. But it was all this, all these topics are connected. And that's what I love about the theme. They connect each other and i'm actually looking at it right now episode 13 I mean 14 building discipline faith habits mm. praying journaling studying the word mm-hmm. so it all connects understanding how holy god is to live a live a life that's new live something that's living a new life that i've never lived 
living in a life that I never lived before. Yeah. Following God in a, a way that I've never had before. Mm-hmm. I have to forget something. Then I got to re- readjust my faith habits, my praying, my journaling, how I intentionally, being more intentional how I approach God. Yeah. Understanding how to live a life that pleases God, not pleases the world. Yeah. And then it all connected. Understanding the spiritual side. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm. This, this, the rest of season two has been really connected. It's not like a little puzzle pudding. It's like you're putting together a puzzle. God be moving, y'all. God be speaking. Oh, yeah. just, it, it, it amazes me what God can do. Yeah. And it just amazes how he moves in just a little way. That it just take, and when you realize it, you just, you just, you just want to jump all over the place. Yeah. And it just, yeah. Yeah. I got to be speaking. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Y'all got some closing remarks, comments, concerns? Not for me. No, thank you again, guys, for, for letting me join on. Um, I agree with what you just said, Joel. I believe when when God, when when you're talking about God and his word and, and his plan for your life, and it confirms and connects each topic like that, that to me that just lets me know that you're that we're on the right track. Mm-hmm. And, and we keep doing we keep going, that's the path we continue to take. And so um so again I encourage you guys to keep doing what you're doing and and keep uh, glorifying God in, in everything that you do, and 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 that will help us uh, bring victory in this spiritual spiritual battle that we're in. Mm-hmm. Well, we shall see the victory. Yes, What's it? It's an old, I love this song. Oh, I don't know. I got the victory. Where you going? It's an old song. It's like I got the victory. Wait. In, no, not that one. It's another one no, no, by Dorothy. Uh, her name was Dorothy. I think it. Norwood. Yeah, Norwood. Uh, victory is mine. Uh, victory okay, is I heard mine. That one. Okay. Yeah. Victory today is mine. I told Satan. I told Satan. Can't be behind. Victory today is mine. Joy is mine. Come on. Joy is mine. Joy today is mine. I told Satan, get me behind. Joy today is mine. You need to be in the, the men's choir. <laughs> <laughs> Why was you up there with us on Sunday? Hey, y'all, hey, y'all had it. Y'all, 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 y'all did. Y'all did, did the thing. Me. Y'all did the thing. I Sorry. might, I might come. I might come for the next one though. So you gonna see what the one revival night? Oh, the man singing. <laughs> he said, "Oh, the next one." He said, "Oh, revival night." You would do it. You said, "Let me get, the, let me get some practices in." Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Hold on, let me warm up my vocals for us real said, "I just thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Tony. Hey, for thank you, on. thank you, everybody, and yep. thank you guys for being here. Yes. We are, of course, of course. Hope to see you guys revival night this weekend. Whoop whoop revival night. Ew. Come on. Ew, it's gonna really be a great really time of worship, praise. I'm just gonna keep saying it. Come to revival night, come to revival night, come to revival night. Until you say, Oh gosh, I, I shut up. I come to revival night so you can shut up. Oh. Alright, so that man can shut up on the TV. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. What they say back in Memphis, man, cuz hey. yeah. you famous now, oh. man. <laughs> famous. Uh, I write Tom Houston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got me on that one. You got me, yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing. 
But with that being said, thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys for listening. It's been a great episode. See you guys. Always live in the moment. Stay true to yourself. Let God lead the way. Stay blessed. Stay blessed. Stay Let kind. God. Stay kind. Mm-hmm. And stay prayed up, honey. Mm-hmm. Yep. Prayed up in the prayer closet. All up your house. I be all in every door, every door. Now. <laughs> There's no demon coming up in here. Name is Jesus. Okay. Yep. Amen. We out, y'all. And the church said what? Amen. Amen.